Why do most businesses fail? That's a good question. But I would like to say 80% of businesses fail within the first five years. So stay tuned, guys. That's what we'll be discussing this week. Hamza. Yes. It's been a while since we shot a podcast. It's been two weeks, man. Well, you don't shoot a podcast. You record you, one. Yes. But we know what you mean. Thank you. Um, it's been a while. It feels like it feels like a long time. It has. It's been a strange two weeks, I must admit. Yeah. But uh, now we're back. And today we're going to talk about why most businesses fail. Oh my God, this sounds so low energy right now. It does. It's probably I am like excited. But, but we'd stop eating kebabs and doing podcasts. I don't know. Maybe it will become a sunnah or a tradition. We'll have kebabs before every podcast. <laughs> and that'll be our thing. We should get the show sponsored by, I don't know. By Super Kebab or something like that. Yeah. And then we can feature, diversify by removing kebab, um, like takeaways and stuff. Mm. All right. All right. So, so what's happened in the last two weeks? Last two weeks has been... We've got our toilets back. Oh, yes. We don't have to travel the toilets, 15 minutes. It's like... To relieve ourselves. Yes. the One of the one of our close business associates tell, told us that you're not going to miss something till it's gone. And the ability to have a toilet <laughs> right there, uh, about, I would say about seven, eight meters away, is beautiful. Before, we had to plan when we go to the toilet because they'll close it at specific times. Like, we had to go downstairs and they'll close it. So we'd be like, okay, everybody, go to the bathroom before 7 o'clock. Otherwise, we had to trek it all, to the, all the way to the front. Exactly. And I mean, it's not that far, but it's, it's, when you need to relieve you yourself you very go. quick, it's... Uh, Plus, it was annoying. And yeah, oh my God. And on top of that, so we're, we're getting our studio refurbished. Which is nice. And we've got a new kitchen as well in. Which is also very nice. Yeah. Which is which makes me think this We've was got a, this tell them about that we don't even need a kettle anymore. Yes, it's like we've a, got a, something called a hot tap. If you, yeah, so just turn in and you get hot water and like, like boiling water, like yeah, it's so, amazing. You can actually make so think of your standard Yeah, so there's no mixer tap and then it's got an extra function where it's got boiling hot water for to make yourself a tea or a coffee or whatever it is. Instantly, no, no need to wait for the kettle. Yeah, we don't mess around there, man. Yeah, and for me, this is, it's a bit... Um, it's kind of weird. Yeah, because my, the way I, I, like making tea for me is my time to relax. It's my break time. When I'm work and I go to make a tea and that's it, that's my little break. But now we go, we make tea, we come back straight. No time for resting. That's right. Okay, so I guess um, I would like to start with a story. A story time, yeah. All yeah. Right. No, not, not so much a story, but in some sense that, in relation to why businesses fail, usually. You guys, we, wow! You just diving straight in. No, I'm going to start tell the story because I find it a bit, it's a bit amusing. Go on. Usually, what happens is you have a guy, and he works, and he's like, "I am good. I am great at what I do." He is legend. He is a Jedi master, but he doesn't like the guy he's working for. And he's like, that guy, he has no clue what he's doing. I'm going to go start up my own business. And that's usually one of the one of the possible thought processes somebody has when they start up the business. And what could go wrong in that? I'm guessing you're about to tell me. Okay. I was, uh, I was, was that a rhetorical question? No, it was a question to you. I wanted to some input on this. <laughs> Okay, so um, I can give you my personal experience. Yes, go on. So I started a few businesses. You've started quite a few businesses, yes. And I felt like I, they're all, um, I guess well, they're all... Did not meet expectations. Failed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say did not meet expectations. <laughs> Some terrible ideas. But it was kind of, um, one of them was, uh, this company we called uh, Bigfoot Cleaning Services. Side note: Seven hour windows. <laughs> seven hour. You windows. can't just say seven hour windows and not explain. What? It's a, it's a joke about how it's not were, a joke. It actually, happened. Yes, yes, it's a joke in the sense that they were contracted to clean a, I believe a build, like a building. And it was in a building. It was a flat. 
that was vacated by its tenants. Right. And then get, we need to go in. That was the business. We'd, we'd do carpet cleaning yeah. and also do kind of uh, after-tenancy cleaning. Yeah, and, uh, and... That was our first job, I remember. That was the first job. And one of your, let's say your partners spent seven hours cleaning some windows. <laughs> and I was like, when I first heard... The Did you come? No, no, no. I was, I was informed later on. And I was like... How big is that window? So, no, but the thing is, this the thing. This is this is this is because, like, mentally, I'm trying to picture what what was he doing to that window for seven hours. So this is what happened, yeah. Like yeah. this is what happens when you approach something and you don't you don't really you know develop your craft, yeah. So yeah. there was mold on the windows, yeah, and you had no you had no. How should I say? Knowledge of how to deal with it. How to get rid of it. Normally, what, sh- what, they would, what should have been done mm-hmm. is we should have got rid of all the silicon. Taking all the silicon, because that's where the mold was, the silicon. Right, right. The poor guy was trying to clean the, the mold off the silicon, which is very, very difficult. That's uh, The easiest thing would be just to take the silicon off and re-silicon the windows. I believe so. So and then clean, does that make sense? So he just spent literally the whole, we cleaned the whole house, the yeah. oven, the all the bedrooms, everything. And then um, you came back and you saw I came back, he's still cleaning the windows. So, so now make, the, the no, no, terminology no. seven hour windows, we use to, I guess, describe something that takes a long time with little benefit. Yes. And also I have to say, did he finish? Let's just say he, he was, the, the windows are very clean, but the mold was still there. Okay. And he must have been emotional. It was, it was, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I had no interest in cleaning mold In cleaning full stop. Okay. But it, it was, your... I hated the job. I, I thought the typical thing was I was working for someone mm. who funny enough is a, cl- a client of us at the moment. Which is, everything goes full circle. It's full circle. So he's a client of ours now. But at the time, I was working for him and they were were working with the council. And I left. And then when I came, uh, was it I? So while I was working with him, I realized um, they needed. um, You saw a business opportunity. I saw a business opportunity, right? So I was like, wow, they paid them this much to do this. I was like, wow, this, this is something I could do. And I'd be my own boss or whatever. And that's a classical thinking. I want to be my own boss. Yeah, that's it. So that's what I was thinking. I didn't think, do I even, am I even interested in this stuff? No. Does it, does it equate with your core values? And, and all this core values, and, are you bothered? Is it something you're going to have passion for? Yeah, do you have passion for it? Because right. um, there are some people who like, they just love cleaning. For some but I think that it came from something. Yeah, there are people like that. Something weird or so. But yeah, that's just. No, the, but there, 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 that's, is, that's, there is. That, that's what, they like seeing things organized, clean. Yeah. It's like uh, whenever you go to, um, like, if you, if you go on holiday to the, like, you know, like resorts and such, the people that come clean the room, they like to, they arrange the pillows, they make, like, dragons and stuff with, with the with the towels. Dragons? Flat. Yeah, yeah. What they make, like, in Egypt. Oh, yeah, you've been to no resorts? In Egypt, like, when I was there. And my Is mom, it? Yeah, when, okay, I'll admit I haven't, but my mom was there. <laughs> so when I went to see her, the guy was, like, making the... I don't like, remember you going on a holiday. He was on a holiday. Have well. you ever been on holiday? Not the uh, recall. But does uh, like Chessington and uh, <laughs> Olden Towers count? <laughs> That's a day trip. Did okay. you stay over there? No. Okay, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, there's a gentleman there. He was making shapes and all this, like, you know, like balloon animals, but with towels. Okay, right. And I was like, whoa, this guy loves what he does. Yeah. You could see. There are people like that, man. That just wasn't me, basically. Yeah. So, so um, we bought all the kit. We bought the carpet cleaning kit. We bought... I went to do the course. It was a three-day carpet cleaning course. Done everything. Done everything. I mean, I, I, to my credit, yeah. that's just my nature. Yeah? When I do something, I do it properly. Like, I like to do it to the best of my ability. Right? And why? Do it might take long. Right. I was giving premium service to... No, you're giving... To budget pre- customers. And some of the customers you gave me for free. Yeah. They were trying to build up rapport. Yeah. <laughs> that, that wasn't the way to go, right? That's, some, that's, that's interesting marketing, bro. <laughs> that's some interesting, like, um, mm. but 
There we go. But this is why we're no like, harm, no foul, right? Yes, that's so, why we where we, we are now, where we are, because we're in a position saying, look, we have like this all of these mistakes that we made. You can avoid it. Yeah. I also I remember I designed leaflets and went out door to door. This is pre-Facebook marketing. Pre- no, I have to stop you there. You went out <laughs> and how many doors did you go through before you said this is long? <laughs> About four. Four doors. <laughs> See? Four doors and you turned around. And I was like, when you guys tell me this. Uh, I didn't like I didn't like the leafleting. I, I just thought that I'm going it's a waste of time because I'm not sure whether that customer wants you, their carpet cleaned or not. Right? You, this not. I so didn't qualify. The customers let's, weren't let's look at it from a marketing point of view. You was performing a marketing a marketing, let's say, strategy yeah. without any idea what the ad, uh, what the outcome is going to be or any predictive yes, model. Firstly, I didn't even know how to market. Full stop. But somebody somewhere along said, said to you, told you. No, no one told me. It was just like leaflets. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's make leaflets and get hand it out. Yeah, that's it. That, that's that's it. that's exactly what happened. And that's a classical, classical. Yeah. Oh yeah, we went to. Um, we tried to uh, advertise in yellow pages. It was too expensive. It wasn't too expensive. It was, I didn't have enough money. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So it was like a thousand five hundred for the year or something. Boy, that's a lot. When I come think about it, it's very cheap. Nah, back then it would have been, as a, for a startup, that's a lot. It's a lot of money to kind of put down. Yeah, for a but, but if you're be, established then yeah. But come to think of it, if I did that, you would have probably, I would have got some calls, I would have got some leads. You would have. But I didn't. No. Because the thing about Yellow Pages is that people are actually going to be, so for example, if you wanted to get your carpets cleaned or whatever it is, you'd go to Yellow Pages, for example. And back then, and that was go, the thing, isn't it? Yeah, that was a thing, right? Yeah. And you'd go to the carpet cleaning section and you'd, mm-hmm. you'd just pick, right? Yeah. So that that's qualifying the lead, right? The lead wants to get their carpet cleaned. Yeah, My method was, it's like... um stashing. There's so, some leaflets out there and suddenly customers are going to be like, hey, hey. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and I think I think the industry, the return rate is 3%. I so wouldn't. if I if I, if I I gave out 100 leaflets... You got three people. Three people would, would actually be maybe interested. And how many of those three would convert? No idea. No idea. So... So it's... So yeah, we bought a van. I, just, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. We had uniforms. We had... Uh, we clean... Looked very good in the uniform. Yeah, we all looked amazing in the uniform. Yes, right? I remember, like you guys got a trim, everything. It was like Ghostbusters, but clean. <laughs> it really was. And and uh, I mean, what, what, what? How old were we? This is this is like when you're twenty. Just uh, before I got 20s. married. Just yeah. before I got married. Yeah, early twenties. Yeah. So this was like eight, nineteen, twenty. And the way I look at it now, it's not so much a failure, but as in this is something that you had to go through. Because what we discovered. As we oh, by the way, side note. What's the side note? Um, the way the reason why the business stopped was because all of our equipment got nicked out of my garage. Okay. I so, opened the garage. This is funny story. Funny, actually, this is new to me. Actually, I don't know. This, did you know this? I did not know this. <laughs> so yeah. one day I go open up yeah. the garage. Yeah. 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 Hold. 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 Yeah. I open it up. Yeah. Four walls. <laughs> Bro, listen, listen. There was absolutely nothing in there. Like, like it was just four walls and the floor. I, you know that when I opened it, yeah, it was this kind of like, what? Is this the right garage? I'm just like, you know, in my head, I see that, you know, the business model. Do you want to hear something hilarious but, though? What, more funny than this? No, no, this is hilarious. Listen to this. What happened was, you know that garage? Yeah. Yeah, that was part of my on, on my estate. So I was entitled to that garage, right? So I applied yeah. for it. Right. It's part of a council scheme. I applied for it. Yep. They didn't know that you're storing. No, no, no. This is beforehand. This is before. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what. You, you can you can store whatever. Right, right. But it's before all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Before I put my stuff in there, whatever. So I... So I went to the council, signed up. Da, da, da. Then they called me up. Yeah, we've got a garage for you. All right. Went there, got the keys, opened the garage. Yeah. There was, bruv, 
there was all this stuff in there. What stuff? It looked like car boot sale stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, from the previous tenant or previous? From, from the previous tenant, which yeah. is what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I closed the garage. Yeah. I told them that there's stuff in there. They came with yeah. two vans. Yep. They dumped. They took everything. Yeah. And dumped it, whatever. All right. So then I put my stuff in. All right. Turns out the garage was someone else's garage. And they gave it on keys. <laughs> no. No, they thought the guy stopped. I don't know. There must have been some sort of clerical error. So this guy's stuff just got dumped. <laughs> he got thrown in the bin. <laughs> oh, so he's confused. He's think, he's thinking he got robbed. So he opens up and he's cleaning and comes like, where's my stuff? So, so anyway, there's this confusion. And then it happened to me. So to this day, to this day, I don't know what's happened to him. You'll think to yourself, did I get robbed? Or did the council rob me? Yeah. I don't know to this day. And, and the thing is, I think at the time, I just, I couldn't be bothered. It was, was like, like, I'm done. No, no, no. I think personally, this was like, you know, the, your gateway out. Yeah. It was like, uh, it's, it was an excuse. I didn't want, I wasn't really all in. Yeah. Um, you know what's happening in my head now? I see, you know, the business canvas model. The what? The business canvas model that we use. To map our businesses. Okay, yeah, yeah. And here's the the key assets to run your business. <laughs> Gone. Gone. I'm like, okay. It was by the way, yeah. We spent about seven grand. I can believe on that. Plus, uh, and but for a twenty year old. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of investments. It's yes. a big investment, man. I borrowed money. Yeah. And yeah. And then I was like, oh man, you know what? After that, I was like, no, business is not for me, man. I don't think I'm I'm built for this. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I just thought, oh, I can't do this anymore. Then you went back to work. Then you realized you hated work. And then I think after that, I got married and then I done the whole when was the time domestic what, thing. Yeah, when was the right. time that you was carrying the wardrobe up seven, seven floors by yourself? That was before the Bigfoot cleaning services. So that was the driving force for Bigfoot? Yeah. And then I kind of was like, let, let me just do this whole career thing. Yeah. So then applied for Futureversity, which is the charity I used to work for. Well, I still, still kind of do work with them. Yeah. And um, I went through the whole teaching. I found my voice. You found your personal, your thing is. Yeah, you? so the whole teaching. So I did my PGCE and then, but IT has always been my, your technology course, your core, core skills and you can always come yeah, back it's to always something. been it's always been there it's like how do i apply it to this oh, i apply it to that there's a lot of obviously there's a, a lot happened yes, between yes. bigfoot cleaning services that's almost like until now about 10 years ago not longer than that man maybe. 2004 about 12 years ago oh, yeah maybe 12 2018 but let's work out one day yeah right. some over 10 years ago okay yeah so so this goes back so that's one of the so reasons that that <laughs> And the reason why that business failed is because let's look at the key service. Because I, I started it for the wrong reasons, number no, one. Number one. No. But let's look at it in terms of okay, client acquisition acquisition and client conversion. Did you have any idea what you're doing there? Well, let's start before that though. Okay. Even because before that. before they even just the, the genesis of the idea, the idea was of actually starting the business was wrong. Okay. And you had two partners at the time. Yeah. How did you get them on board? Well, one guy followed you, that's standard. No, it's kind of like I convinced them. I convinced them. I don't think they even wanted to do it. I don't know. It was kind of, do you know what I mean? Mm. I just, it was, it was, we were young. We just, yeah, let's just. You I think, know, I think you approached me as well about the cleaning and I said, cleaning? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. I disappeared. I yeah, was like, so. I, back then, I had a lot of pride. I couldn't tell my dad. I'm starting up a cleaning company. And my dad was like, what? <laughs> we are, I was like, uh, my dad would be like, yeah, I picked up barbed wire so you can crawl through and stuff. <laughs> so you can come to London and start cleaning. <laughs> like, literally. It's in the, you know, like in the documentation. That's why we got the, that's why we got the indefinite stay. Because of the barbed wire? Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, my, I guess my parents weren't that happy about it. Mm. But regardless... If... I tried my best, man. I tried, I, look, for me, it was like I, I had... The, the intention was 
clean. I wanted to be, I wanted to have freedom. That's what I want. I've always, I've always been searching for that. That freedom of being able to do what you want. Being able to, what was it? Being able to work with who you want, when you want, how you want. And where you want. Now, yeah, now, now we got the way because we're cloud. You're not seeing the quotation marks <laughs> with his fingers. But I'm, I'm saying we're cloud. Like, yeah, I mean, again, we'll talk about the cloud philosophy in right. later, but yeah, I guess that. So that was an example of a business going wrong because you had people who. We're going to go towards your methodology, right? Yeah. And what you're talking. You had we're, people who. Now, this is the first category of people would be people who have who started up a business but had had no idea what they're doing, so they had to work out what they're doing, and then that's, okay, now they have what they're doing. How do I now get clients? That's category A. Yeah. And uh, let's go to the, in the next, next part, let's go to category B. All right. <laughs> category B. Yes, before I was rudely interrupted. Sorry. You know what? Sometimes listening back to the podcast, you realize I need to cut. Like, you miss things. You do? I miss things. Miss what? What you say. Of course. Not as in, as in, you realize that you're, what I'm hearing yeah. is not what you're saying. That's. It's really strange. That is very strange. I think some of the listeners have pointed that out, that you say something yeah. I hear it, yeah. but I hear it wrong and reply to it, and then you don't, you don't. There's this confusion between us. Sometimes, just, so not all the time, but sometimes. I just run with it because you say you okay. Take for example, we said we want to work with people who we want, yeah, when we want, and where we want. See, I heard what you said. Where I heard what. There's only human beings, bro. What else are we working with? <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because when I listened to that last segment back again, yeah. I was like, oh my God, he didn't say what. He said where. Okay, that's that's just abnormal. It's really weird. So I'm going to try my best to kind of... Try. Do I have cognitive problems? Is that is that what it is? Cogn- cognitive dis- dissonance. What's that? No, that's not it. Cognitive dissonance is when you have two contradicting beliefs and you have you bring it together. Like no, that's not what it is. It's yeah. just um, it's like smoking. But sometimes you do swallow your words though. And swallow it a lot. <laughs> that's just that's like, that's you do. And I'm I'm like maybe it's anyway. So that that's because I speak uh, Tamil and we speak very fast. Yeah. And so we you don't finish the I don't know, man. You just you kind of just stop. Yeah. Or oh, the last bit of the word is is quiet. Okay. So this is a ta- this is a tangent on linguistics. And yeah, collaboration and communication. Yeah. So, how would we overcome this? What? Let's just say we are our own clients. Yeah. And now we the client comes to us and goes, "Yes, we're a three-person organization where one person has severe <laughs> communication skills." <laughs> severe I- communication skills or severe communication <laughs> lack of severe communication skills, which that, is what. what? He lacks severe communication skills. Severe? Yes, it's severe because he is a crucial part of the... No, hold on, hold on. We're going to have to ask Google that one. What is that? What does severe mean? Severe of something bad or undesirable. Very great. Intense. I would fall under the category of dreadful. That's it. Yeah, so... so that, that, I mean, that's a bit harsh, man. Is getting better, but that is what is uh, what I was saying. Because that's because you're a technical guy, yeah. Yeah. You like to to both get used to this podcast is is crazy, man. In the sense of the the fact that you're doing it, it has to be done, and we'll because your ones and zeros, your binary, right? I see the podcast in its layout. What needs we need to be said here, all of that. You run with it. (laughs) You just See, run. I'm the people's guy, hopefully, anyway. It's like, um, I'm in the background, I'm thinking, okay, what's he going to say, and how do I now, like, <laughs> put it together? It's like, imagine, like, you're in a, you're, you have a stall, and you're selling burgers, 
and you think, okay, I'm just going to like heat up the buns here, put the burger there. But then you got this guy on the side, and he's just <laughs> flipping my, like flipping the burgers all over the place. The salad is over there, some mayonnaise. I'm still trying to, but it tastes banging though. I'm trying to make a burger, but you're like moving the food. Yeah, but I'm an artist, bro. That is that's the thing. not helpful. Bro. <laughs> I want your McDonald's. Yes. Um. Um. What am I? I don't even know. I'm that guy that just that guy that just. I don't know, he just makes one burger, one signature burger. He's got like a stall and he charges £15 for them. Yeah. Am I the soup Nazi? You are the soup Nazi, bro. I... If you don't know what, who the soup Nazi is, it's uh, it's an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Where this gentleman, like chef, he makes the soup so like so perfect that he demands perfection from his customers. It's interesting because you could do a case study on that, that model, business model. Because there's no way this guy, if that's his shop, and he's got ridiculous... Um, Why is soup was like, that's some next level soup. We, have you tasted this soup? No, from the premise of the thing, <laughs> like when the Seinfeld guy was... was yeah. Is that his name? Seinfeld, Jerry. yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry, when he was yeah. drinking it. It was like, this is amazing. Even was willing to risk his relationship with his friends over the soup. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's just part of the comedy, but yeah. But so, yeah, so um, tangent aside. So just to just recap for us the whole. Um, let's go back to the notes. So I was gonna say, look, there's the. Yeah. So why businesses fail? Yep. So why businesses failed, and why but, people get into business in the first place as well? Because yeah. we're getting there. We're getting there. First thing is, I was going to say, one of the one architect of a business person is architect or archetype. Architecture. <laughs> you. Well, the ladies and gentlemen are listening to us. No, I feel like uh, like that. What's that movie? You know that um, analyze this, this or analyze that when uh, uh, the um, one with Al Pacino and uh, Robert De Niro. Sorry, Robert De Niro and the, the fellow Billy that, Crystal. Billy Crystal when he slaps the other guy. Because he said the word consigliere wrong. <laughs> yeah, that guy. But Do you want a fresh one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. exact. I was going to say one of the archetypes of a business. Be of, careful, you might get slapped, bro. Yeah. Archetypes of a business, <laughs> like the person who starts a business, is they working, they work or they're working. The technician. They are. They're called the, technic the technician. They are masters at what they do. So, example, the soup Nazi. The soup Nazi, they are masters at what they do. The soup Nazis, and he does soups. He, he makes the best soups. Right. And then usually he thinks, I can do this myself. Either he makes that choice or he looks at the guy who's actually in, in charge of him and goes, this guy is ridiculous. And he's benefiting from my yeah, skills. This, he's, this guy is work getting, like, he's working off, what's, what do you say? He's leeching off my back and stuff. Leeching, how do you place it? Yeah. So he goes, I'm going to start my own business. Now, this is where things go wrong, because this gentleman here is a technician. So when he starts up a business, what he does is creates a new job for himself instead of creating a business. What do you mean by that? By that, I mean, when you start up a business, you start to start up a business in the sense that you have all the systems, all of the features to run a business. So what this gentleman does, he goes in and he works believing that his technical skills is sufficient for the business. Like what I did with the, the cleaning. Right. And this is when we, this is one of the reasons why we're not, when we get customers, most of them come to us and goes, I need more customers. Yeah. And I was like, we look at the guy and we think, okay, do you have like a client acquisition system? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the person's mentality or their mindset is, I'm really good at what I do. This should be, this should be enough for me to make a, uh, make into a business, which is not really the it's case. A start. It's the one of the aspects. So if you if you go if you're really skilled, right, then your client service, if you can more make that into a model of a system, then that is beautiful. Then then you can just you can focus on building the external aspects of the business, like the marketing, mm. getting getting clients. How do I get the client to know about my services? Uh, also as well. Um, I was actually talking to my brother-in-law this morning about this. The barber? No. Okay, another one. Yeah. One of many. Not many, but 
It doesn't matter who it is. Okay. One of them, yeah? Yeah. Um, so he was asking about marketing and okay. sales and stuff, and it? so he's like... Uh, in generalities or in, to, with a specific goal? No, just in general. He wants to understand, isn't it? Like, so, so the whole thing is that people think, oh, I need to market my business, oh. which is, okay. You need to get your name out there. Okay, that's, that's okay, I get that. I understand yeah. that. But I think what I was trying to get him to understand is, give you an example. How long does it take for your customer to make a decision about your product? So if your product is one pound, yeah. How long do you reckon it's going to take for the customer to make a decision whether he wants that product? Seconds, right? Seconds. Seconds, yeah. normally. That's even the case of when, even with marketing. It's three seconds maximum that you should give yourself for a customer to do, uh, decide whether they want to actually engage in what you what you have. Yeah. But let, let, let's take, for example, why is it that um, the cheap products are in, in a shop yeah. are put next to the tills? So they can make fast choices. It's an impulse buyer, right? So yeah. you see, it's always Tic Tacs or chewing gum or whatever it is. Or something for the kids to grab, to give the pimps. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I went to the shop to buy chewing gum. No one really does that, innit? Like, you kind of go to the shop to buy something. Yeah, and the chewing gum's just like, yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get a couple or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And then you got, so let's take it up a, a notch, yeah? Yeah, that's that's what's careful marketing. Like, unless you go to some... Some there are certain people's shops you go there and you just see all the stuff and you're like, how many years has it been here? Yeah, the dust. It's all dusty. It's dusty, and, and it's like, okay, so I'm like, mm. <laughs> if you was to do an analysis, like breakdown of the stuff here, how much would he be worth? And how much would he save if he kind of jiggled, uh, jigged his stuff around? But anyway, let me carry on. Kind of. So then, then, then I was like, okay, so what about a pair of trainers that cost fifty quid? Hey. How long do you reckon you'll take to make? A decision on that purchase. You would have to be in the mindset to have wanting to. Buy I'm going it. out to buy trainers. Uh, you probably try it out maybe ten minutes, five ten minutes, twenty minutes, ten minutes depends yeah. on the maximum the... twenty minutes, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, like if you've, you've seen the trainer, yeah, that's the thing. If you go, if you say, uh, let's give it twenty minutes. Okay, twenty minutes. You're like, yeah, oh, you know what? But I don't know what I want. I'm going to go over there and see what's. The and then you've got trainers that were five hundred pounds. Hey. So then you're looking at kind of. That's a, that's a big, big sale. Yeah, or a £1,000 trainers or, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And then you go, for example, like something like a car. Yeah. How long would it take you to buy a car? In a sense of decision-wise, from from when, you know, say you're going to buy like a brand new car. So I walk up today and buy a car, uh, a couple of days, maybe. More than that, man. All right, myself or for the family? Well, you're just buying a car. Like if something's worth fifteen, twenty thousand, a couple of days, and active thinking about it. But then the thing is, well, what are you expecting the salesperson to do? Uh, depends on like, am I good? Am I ethical salesperson or about? Like, no, 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 no. Let's not get into kind of. Like, I give you an example. The whole point of a salesperson is to give you enough information to make the choice, right? That's our principle. Yeah. No, but but when you go to a showroom, yeah. they show you all the features of the car, all this type of stuff. Yeah. And they give you a test drive. Test drive, and you know. And then you might go home, think about it, speak to your missus, speak to your family, you know, or, you know, it's yeah. going to take a bit of time. You're not going to, you look as a salesperson, mm. you, you, you know that that person's not going to make that choice there and then unless they're really, really wealthy. Like they've got loads of money. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's something very easy for them to make a yeah, decision. Mm. Yeah, well, but most be. people for cars. Yeah, and then what about a house? How long? So you, the the more the more expensive, yeah, the product or service, the more time the customer is going to need to to make a choice based on the income. Exactly. So then you're probably thinking, why the hell? What's that got to do with marketing? Then you think, so, okay, so that means that how much money do I have to spend to market that product? So if it's a chewing gum, are you going to take out a Facebook ad for that? This is some kind of like custom, custom ingredients, bro. No, no, but you're 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 not not I'm not talking about the chewing gum company. Sorry, I, I, I I'm talking I... about the retail side of it. Really, what's going to happen is you're going to put that chewing gum where the customer is most likely to make a sale, which is uh, uh, a purchase. Yeah, so that's that's your kind of marketing. 
which is your power they call it power ends isn't it or you have yeah, yeah. you might have, have a, you know you might have um i don't know small display for it a small display for it or whatever it is yeah, yeah trainers mind. the same thing like the 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 the, the athletic shoe wear company is going to do all this the marketing for you right that's, for, that's for how most, it works yeah for a retail company uh for for like a sports yeah uh, then there's, outlet there's competitions in the, by them wanting like who wants to have that that's they'll have spaces where they can display display in your shop yeah. so so the marketing is really done by what by the by the, the shoe company right the manufacturer or whatever you call it. exactly yeah. so it's kind of like so then so for example if 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 the product is worth over a thousand pounds yeah then how much money should you spend on marketing for that product quite a bit does that make sense so then then you think to yourself right can i can i is it do i have to charge more now is my client acquisition rate more so am i charging at the right price do i do you know what i mean like point per click and all that stuff point per click whatever it is like you you realize so for example say you're doing this like Take, take for example my the the carpet cleaning company yeah yeah what was not for you guys would have been like you'd have a large budget because he wasn't charging that much for your service but that means that but the thing is um the client acquisition rate was low yeah um the you know, at least put it on silent bro we're going live we're just gonna wait for hamza to answer his phone or put it put it on silent But yeah, so the whole idea was to kind of like I didn't understand that when I was opening when I opened up Bigfoot cleaning services. That was I wasn't I didn't really realize you know what there, there's yeah that goes goes back into what I was saying. Uh, there's a difference between running the business. I mean exactly as a person and then actually running business as a businessman. So, for example, say you take in consideration all your expenses and your overheads, yeah? yeah? Take all that, and then people are not going to buy that service for that price. Yeah. So you're in a dilemma. It's either you close your business down. Increase the prices. Increase the prices. But then then we know people are not going to pay more than that. Or you remodel. You find a problem that's actually worth solving for that money. Exactly. And that was that's so a lot of people don't find this out until quite later on. It's like this, after they've run, set up their business. It's like is it, no, not this way, sorry. But two days ago, I was discussing with my wife. She was going to make like uh, these custom bows for you know bridesmaids. Uh, you know, like the, what do you call them? Children bridesmaids? I don't know what do you call them in weddings. <laughs> a child bridesmaids or child child? I don't know. Not child brides. That's. That's some next thing. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah? The um, flower girls, they call them. Yes, those girls. She was going to make like headbands for them. Yeah. Uh, and so what she was saying, what, what her model was, she had a she has a friend in our country, Sri Lanka, that gets the materials together. So she said uh, her plan was, I will give you 500 bows, materials to make bows. You make 500, um, make 250 for yourself. And you make two hundred fifty for uh, this other person in uh, Switzerland. In where? In Switzerland. Okay. And I told my wife, okay, I want you to write down how long it's going to take you to actually make this, and she goes, "Yeah, two weeks, yeah." And then calculate that in terms of hours at minimum wage. And it was like, it was like three hundred and fifty-five pounds, yeah. For how many? For, for to make uh, five hundred bows for her, my wife. Five hundred bows. Okay. And I go to her, okay, now, how much is it going to cost that woman away in Sri Lanka to buy the materials? And she was like, yeah, five pounds. So you're trading away. <laughs> that's like, you're giving her 300 and, is it 350 for five pounds? Yeah. For five pounds. That's what you're doing. I don't understand. Because in, if you calculate the labor of what my wife's, my wife's labor. So hold on one second. The woman in Sri Lanka. She's going to send the materials. Yeah. She, your wife's going to make it yep. and give her the money. Give, no, she was going to make it. She can keep half for herself and half for somebody else. Why? Because that the, she because my wife is she specializes in making. Customers. Why is she going to give her half to somebody else? A, that's a salesperson over there. That that's the person. What, that in she Switzerland? Wants. Yeah. So I was telling her, look, you're giving her 
this much for, for and she's giving you five quid they in in Sri Lankan in Tamil we say kutikalji pare means which means like add and minus it meaning calculate it it doesn't really work out <laughs> seven hour windows bro seven hour windows then I look she looked at me and goes it's a good thing I'm married to you I was like yes it is so what, what was the, the outcome was this is a terrible business idea there you go so that's the thing so a lot of times we don't we don't do those things because people don't take into account their own value exactly because they think oh, i'm gonna do it so it's gonna be free but it's nothing's actually free no no such thing because either you pay with the time or with your money yeah interesting right so i'm still confused about the so what? the woman is switzerland she's a salesperson she needs bows she wants both. Yeah. So the woman in Sri Lanka has got the materials, materials and your wife's going to make them. Yeah. Why can't you just, what can't the woman in Sri Lanka? Oh, cause your wife's got the expertise. Yes. So she buys the material for five pounds. She's going to send it. No, hold on. Yeah. Five she, pounds UK money. I'm to, I UK money. Yeah. UK money. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah? She makes the bows. No, she makes the base, the baseline. What's the baseline? So the bows is, is like, okay. So like a, I don't know, like um, the foundation you can say the foundation of the bows. Yeah, the problem. Then is she, she folds it onto Switzerland. No, she forces it to my wife, who finalizes. Oh, it. the woman in Sri Lanka for, makes the baseline. Yeah, and folds it to your wife. Your she wife finesses it. Finesses it, sends half to Switzerland. Sends what half to Switzerland? Half of the what she's made of the batch of five hundred. Yeah, she sends two hundred fifty to Switzerland, and she keeps. She's gonna. She said, "I'm gonna keep five hundred. I mean, I mean two hundred fifty for myself and sell it on eBay." But um, hold on. So is she going to give her money for that 250? No. She's gonna that doesn't make sense. No, she said that my labor is the 250. Right. I got you. And then, uh, okay. So what's your labor value that? So, you so it's half of so 150 quid. Hmm. Which is not, it just doesn't really work out. Then I said, okay, so if you also want to, if you actually want to make money, you need to have, you need to make this in that. Well, she has to buy them off you. Yeah, she has to make this in cost price, whatever the yeah, yeah, yeah. wholesale price is. Yeah. And uh, I was like, and she was like, nah, I ain't buying it off you. Yeah. Well, she could have charged her per bowl to, to be made, I know. Like, so whatever 300 says so it's a she pound afford, each. She can't afford my wife's labor. A pound each. But it takes two weeks to make them. Yeah, so that's and it's not a scalable business as well. No. So how much money can you make, man? It's just something. But it's that whole Sisyphus thing. What's that? That that method that um story, the Greek mythology of the guy punished by pushing up a boulder. Yeah. The top of the mountain, but as soon as he gets to the top, he goes back down again. He's got to do it, push it up. These guys. That's what is, that, that's what that's what that kind of is. I was like always thinking to myself, like, why would you push a boulder up? A, a, why? That was a punishment. Yeah, but why though? Doesn't matter why. Why can't he just say long for you, man? I'm, I'm not pushing a boulder. But he was forced to do it. Okay. It was kind of, do you know what I mean? Okay. And number one, and number two is mythology. So. Yes. It's like when I think of like Icarus and going too close to the sun. How does he actually even get airborne with the wax wings? Is this. The... <laughs> Why are you analysing it for? I'm sorry. It's about it's it's all metaphors, isn't it, bro? Yes, it's all metaphors. All metaphors, and sometimes it's just my brain wanders. Actually, we've been um, on a tangent twice. That's twice, and people have been complaining about that one. Mm. Not complaining, but they were like, "It's fun, but let's let's get back to." Um, it's not really a tangent. It's it's kind of trying to explain marketing. The marketing side and of it. And the marketing as a business person. Yeah, and also, like, people don't think about the marketing side of it. They think, if I start a business, people are just going to come. Yes, like, the, the idea is that, yeah, I'm expert at this, so somehow I'm going to, because I can... I can somehow the word will get out there. Yes, because I can do this well, I'm going to take this and make it into a service, which is going to give me monies, which is going to make me, like, a businessman. Yeah. Which is not entirely accurate in the sense that, look, if you're good at what you do, then that's it, you have the service. Now, how are you going to get customers to come to you? How are you going to get customers to know what you do? How are you going to provide the same level of service to every single customer? Can I stop you there for one second? So you know that whole thing about you working for someone and thinking, yeah. oh, this guy, how did he, he's, he's, he's profiting from my labor and all this type of stuff. Yeah. And for me, the way I see it is, have you ever thought about maybe the guy is really good at running a business? 
They don't think that because human, human. But you know what I mean? It's like maybe okay. He can't. He probably can't make shoes, but he's a good businessman. A good businessman. Yeah, and people don't like the people always think they don't. They don't respect that hustle. They don't respect the fact that you know what. This person, because having running a business is a skill. It's not magic. It's not kind of uh, yeah, oh, it's it's, it's not ta- talent. Principles, and then there's this craftsmanship behind it. In what sorry? Craftsmanship. Yeah. Or art, or whatever you want to call it. Exactly. I've known business owners that, have, like, for example, they've got no clue how to kind of like one guy open up a bakery. No yeah. idea. No idea how to run a bakery. Yeah. But. He hired the people to run the bakery for him. He put the systems in place and he's doing really, really well. Yeah. He's opening, I think he's opening bakeries all over the place, man. But he knows the game. He knows the business. Does he have bagels? Hmm? Does he have bagels? He's got bagels, artisan artisan bakery. I love me bagels. Yeah. Yeah. Bagels aside, uh, so that's one of the one of the other architects. So the technician, the technician, so the, the, technician the archetype. So, oh, I'm really, really good at baking. I'm really, I'm a really good barber. I'm a really good mechanic. I'm a really good whatever, whatever it is, right? So that's good. That's a good start, yeah. but that's not enough. That's clearly like that. It's the difference between a biz, having a business and serving a customer. Yeah, two separate ball games. And I think the 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 thing that business owners need to understand is that you have to you're setting up a business yeah that is eventually going to survive without you that that's the whole point the whole point of starting up a business isn't that right yes the end goal is to have a business where it's not dependent upon you in the sense that each so in the beginning of the business it's going to be a lot of the work is going to be you right because you can't afford labor so it's mostly going to be you doing the work, you being the manager, you being the, the sales representative, all of that, until you get you get to a stage where now you can hire people to take over positions. So you have, you will hire people to do the jobs, even if that means giving up something that you like doing, giving up something that is actually your expert, yeah. expert at, because you need to step away and become a leader. And position yourself in that manner so you now you have managers and you on like you what's the word you lead them you lead them i guess so yes i don't want to use a technical term like onboarding but how shall i say like you have a vision of what you want the business to be so when you have a manager you need to get that guy to buy in on your idea otherwise it's like uh how shall i say like having a horse that wants to go in one direction yeah so as you go go higher and higher you become more of like a like a coach coach or uh, like a leader in the business like all you're doing most of the time is just like making sure that people are following your vision following your dream okay so what's the third archetype the third archetype is so the, uh, let's recap the first one is somebody who wants to start a business but but has no real idea in the sense of what he wants to do so at all but they want to start a business which is like a is oh what do you call it what's the word for it when you like the idea or when it's a, it's a good idea. What do you mean? There's a word for it, bro. Well, when you, somebody says, yeah, I want to start a business, and you're like, yeah, that's good. You want to be your own man. Yeah. You want to do something uh, like you don't want to just follow the, the herd and stuff. When we'll figure out that word, we'll get back to you. <laughs> it's uh, admirable. Uh, that's the one. That's admirable. Admirable, yeah. Okay, we already figured it out. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, so in the next segment, we're going to discuss the third archetype. Yeah. So the third guy, third guy is, he's got business. He has ideas of what's happening inside in terms of the, what needs to be done to have the business running. But the issue is he is in too deep. In the sense that the business and him or her is one. He's the corner shop guy. The corner shop guy. I'll Where... tell you a funny joke that will explain this. Go on. So a guy owning a newsagent, family business. Family business. He's dying. He's on his deathbed. He's like, right, right. 
<laughs> to the deathbed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Family he's, around him. His family around him. His he's wife next to him crying. Crying. He's like, Where's you know, where's Abdul? Where's Abdul? Oh, he's like, I'm here. Uh where's Nabila? Oh, I'm here. Oh, okay. And he's like and he falls into in and out of consciousness. Yeah. Where's where's uh give me another, where's Hamza? Yeah, I'm here. And he's like, then who's at the shop? That's like that's meant to be funny, but it's kind of sad. It's kind of racist. <laughs> How's it racist? This man, like you, you racist guy. You, <laughs> Why? These Asian names, like. But it could be any, any from any part of the Islamic world, or yeah, I guess so, or James or whatever it is. Doesn't matter. You anti-Semitic yeah. guy. <laughs> How's that? Uh, no, no, I'm just James. <laughs> Yes, but the, I, the the whole point of that is, it's he, a, it's he lives a job. business. He is the business, right? And the business relies solely on, on him and his family. Yep, and if he's not there, then bad things happen. Bad things happen. So for me, it's kind of it's a that I could never run a business like that. Yeah, that's usually because that's not that's the opposite of what a business business should be like yep and that's one of the it's one of the things that happens to the uh technician people as well because what they do is they focus so much into business that they all they get in way too deep so here's a problem they all the, they become the, the the problem solvers even when they get even when they get employees they are whenever micro, there's a problem they're micromanaging or they get yeah or they attract because they like the leadership they attract people who are like just there and I think key thing is, and this is every single customer that come across so far. has has got staff staffing issues. Yeah, leadership, man. Leadership is one thing, but things like, for example, onboarding? a proper onboarding process. Yeah. Can you explain to ladies and gentlemen what I mean by? You know, I was about to say process. the exact words to you. To me. Yes. Okay. So, can you explain to the ladies and gentlemen what onboarding <laughs> means? <laughs> okay. So. I think it comes from it's a nautical term. I believe so. So I'm onboarding sure. mean mean meaning how do you get everyone on the ship settled in? Okay. So if, imagine you're going on a long voyage. I'm on the Titanic. Yeah. So have you got all your stuff with you? Your pajamas, your knickknacks, your mm. toothbrush, your suitcase, your yeah. things to entertain you with. That piece of cloth tied around my head so I can go to sleep at night because yeah. I can't sleep in the day. With the light on. There you go. Things like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we sh- I show you to your quarters. This is where the toilet is. This is where the you have your shower. This is when 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 lunch is. This is when breakfast is. Do you know what I mean? Yes. All also, also, you need to tell me like what I do when I get motion sickness. Yeah. So there's a doctor on board and all this type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So the same thing. Think of your business as a ship. If you if you if you hire staff, you need to get the guy on board. Yeah, like, not just physically in terms of like, yeah, this is what we do, but also yeah. like metaphysically or psychologically when you say, yeah, this is what we stand for. This is who, who this we is are. where we're going on this, the ship. We're going is... to the Caribbean. It's going to take us this many days. Oh my God. What? That old song, Venga Boys, <laughs> we're going to Ibiza. <laughs> I see it in my head right now. That's like I just. <laughs> <laughs> yes, complete tantrum, but yeah. What are you on? Sorry, you just you triggered that memory. Sorry, sorry. Um, so, but the thing is, the problem with that problem with that is what we see is we've got we're business owners is that too busy to do number that. one number one. So let's take their business as a boat, right? Yeah, they bring the stuff on their boat. Boat's got holes in it. No, that's not even, forget the holes for okay. now. Okay, sorry, right. sorry, I see everything, so I look. Bro, so forget that, imagine that this boat is not safe. Imagine, okay, so imagine you've sorted all that before you. Okay, the boat is safe. It's, the boat is safe. It's safe for human beings. Yeah, okay, so you've got your staff on now, yeah. Right. Staff on board, right? They've got no pajamas. They've got, they don't know where anything is in the yeah. boat. Yeah? Yeah. They don't. They don't know what the schedule is. They don't know where they're going. That's another thing. They don't know what they expected of them. They don't. They don't know what's expected of them. As do you know, the captain of the ship can has got some serious powers. In what sense? In the sense that, like, he can perform marriages. He's like almost like a a judge in a sense. Yeah. 
like in the back in the day, he was like he was the leader of that ship. Because you think about it, when you're out on sea, that's a country, right? Yeah. It's almost like a country. Yeah. A government. Yourself. Yeah, self. And some, I don't know, it's international waters. It's not really governed by anyone, is it? No. I think that's probably why. It's a bit freaky sometimes when I think about it. Like, could I take you out of the seas, international waters, and kill you and come back, and it'll be legal? It's happened. I don't know about it'll be legal, but they can't really do it. I don't know what the... I don't know what the... I'm concerned that you're not concerned that I was like, just just proposed your murder. You can try and kill me, bro. Mm. You can try it. <laughs> you have to wake up pretty early in the morning no. to do that. I'll stay I'll stay, stay awake. Exactly, stay awake. But you'll be very drowsy, man. Mm. Okay. You don't move that quick either, bro. No. So... <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, yes. um... Where was we? So, this is... The onboarding, one of the key issues when we... When oh, I, hold on, I haven't finished my analogy. I think you have. No, because then the, the uh, you as the captain get angry at the staff because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And usually when we when whenever a client comes to us and they, we, they start speaking about uh, client, um, what do you call it? Staffing issues, yeah? Usually that's the first question like for us because we're systemized. I mean, that like, we have a... We have a, we understand how the system works and such. So, so we look at them as from a doctor point of view, saying, "Do you have some kind of onboarding system?" And usually, the most night, I'd say, hundred percent of the time, yeah, like, it's no. no. Okay, so like, this is a. So you can't really blame your staff yeah, for so not the, knowing how to do something. Yeah. So so usually this is where I step away and I let Muhammad talk because if I was to talk, I'd be like, this is like you're expecting magic. <laughs> well, that's my background, right? That's right. even like training and all that stuff and stuff. Yeah. And I think for this is where my teaching background comes yeah, in play. It kicks in very nicely. But we, I think, we work well together. Yes. Yes, and that's it. Right, we can stop stroking each other now. No, I can't. I can't. Um, I would like to cuddle some more. <laughs> um, Side note. Um, yeah. So, that's, so yeah, that, I think yeah. with staff... It's mostly onboarding issues. Yeah, I mean, you're not like... That's pe- one of the like, possibilities because then you can, you might just have some staff who just don't want to... Hiring pro- problems. Yeah, they, uh, they just don't know corporate. But then. can I say something though? So, the, the the working population, yeah? Uh, yeah. Now, I mean, all businesses, they are competing for talent. We're in this very strange era, to tell you the truth. The fact that we have people that come into work, but they're not psychologically ready to work. They come and they're like, yeah, I want to do this. But the thing is that they would just want to do what they want, that their, their, their limited capacity. Yeah. Like, you, but I, I, I've got a different mindset. Yeah. I, I can't blame, I don't blame staff. Yeah. I blame the, the business. No, if you haven't thing. created a culture, that in is your business that is of exactly, work. That is exactly what I'm saying. And and understanding two way communication, training, yes, education. That, yeah. and then you're expecting the customer coming straight off the street to work for you, especially jobs that are entry level. Especially in the, no, no, it's no, your duty as an employer. Not just entry to level. Train small businesses. This is the people that yeah, small businesses. Okay, let's take small businesses. Yeah, yeah. this is the people that you're going to get as standard because yeah. people who are on point, who know what they're doing, they're over there. Exactly, they, and they, that's and people think, okay, how do I get six six figure business? Figure out your staffing issues. Figure out your systems. Figure out your staffing issues. Figure out your staffing issues. Lead your business. The, the the customers will take care of themselves. Yeah, honestly, like marketing is the last thing you should think about. Yes, does that Samsung in the art of war was saying, take care of your soldiers, like treat your soldiers like their sons, and they will stand by you. Yeah, something along to those lines. I haven't read Art of War, but... It's a very interesting book. Mm. Principally, can use yeah, apply to most things. Yeah, it's very interesting. A lot of business people read that. Mm. Um, so, what was I saying? You're interrupting me again, bro. Oh. We need a man. We need, like, a third person who's a judge that keeps us on track, don't we? No, I think we're getting better, though. It's just... Yes. We're not radio personalities, so we're, we're just trying to figure it out. No, I will never limit myself to that. What? I'll be the best. Yeah, but there's a whole journey between being the best and now. Yeah. yeah? So we just we're on the, we're on the journey. We're on the horse. That's it. Actually. Yeah. So what what I was saying is staffing issues. This is something we're probably going to 
cover cover. We're gonna cover in depth later on. Yep. So I really believe we need to give it the it's a, one of the key parts of the business, your business, in the sense that you can create as much automation as you want, but it's still down to the people to employ it. Like employ you them. need to create a culture of understanding, culture and of understanding training, training in and your growth. business, man, and growth. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You, even if you're, even if you're in a corner shop, man. Yeah, because uh, stagnation makes it so you have people who work for you. They just continually checking in time. When I'm, when do I get? I give you an example. My rule of thumb is: yeah, if you have an employee coming in yeah they shouldn't be working for you more than 18 months in the same position yes that should be growing isn't it like either they move on or go up yes uh, that's honestly because yeah. you especially like entry-level jobs yeah because we don't look at business as, as a business are we? Like, I mean, we like you don't at... you have a duty towards those <laughs> like you're, you're you're developing them for the next stage of their life yes. and don't expect that someone don't set up a business expecting that person to run your business for you and be there for like he's not your slave they're not your slaves they don't belong to you they have their own lives and all, they have their own ambitions i think the diamond in the rough i think they call it i see it as more of like we have people that can we can polish or yeah. give them the skills they need to do the job and then which is also going to help them in the in the future and encourage them do do career counseling with them like Encourage them to, to, to have mentors. Encourage them, or maybe put if you've got like a large team of experienced people, um, you know, pair pair up the juniors with the seniors, junior team members with people who've been there, experienced. Good ones. Yeah. Also, you as a CEO or owner, if you don't speak to your staff members, release a video every week, internal video. Motivational Monday. It could, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be something cheesy. Just, it, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It could be something like, you know, like we're doing really well this week. I'm really happy. Or I don't know. It could be anything. But and you just release it. Just release it on your company intranet. Or like uh, it could be in your internal communications, in your in an email. And now you can shoot video very easily straight off your phone. It doesn't have to be of high production value. Now it's become more quantity versus quality, isn't it? Exactly. Like, you excuse me. Bit... Sorry, quality was over quantity. Yeah, yeah. And no. Yeah. No. Quality over quantity. Quality content over everything else. Yeah. Some guy, WhatsApping. I mean, like, I'm sorry, just face camming. Is my... face camming? You know, like camera face. What? Ah, words <laughs> lost on me. What? Lost. Lost. We get you though. We get you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Even like to imagine that Instagram videoing videos were would be popular as, as they are. It's yeah, just... yeah. So, oh, I think that's about enough. For today. I think that's about enough. Uh, we'll try and some th thoughts to think about. Essentially, the message what we signed and said today is, as always, work on your business, not in your business. And the way you do this is by becoming a leader creating the vision for your business and then creating systems and employing the talent to to power the systems and then being the guiding force of that of that talent exactly so we're going to end on um i just want you, anyone listening here who hasn't started a business or is running a business at the moment look it's not a secret there's loads of places out there you can go and get information there's books um, read, um, speak to people. If you want to get in contact with us, you want to arrange a 30 minute consultation, just drop us an email cloud at two brothers.tech. Um, just email us and we'll get back to you. We can do, you know, a quick consultation. Uh, no, um, you're not obliged to, to kind of buy anything from us, or whatever. We just want to help. Yeah. And I think that's, it's important. Um, guiding yes. light in the darkness. Yeah, because I, I could have done with that help in the beginning. Yes, sure, sure. you know when I started off my business, the big but, foot. I don't know. I th that's why I've, sometimes there's, there's a there's a paradox of it. What do you mean? Like uh, if John Connor's dad didn't go back in time, would did John Connor exist? No. So that's what I'm saying. Like if we did not have our failures, and then we. Yeah, no, no. But I'm saying I'm saying you learn from your past, right? So. Yeah, yeah. 
this is the reason why we open up this service for small business owners is there's only so many articles you can read yes, and you videos wanna, you can watch. Sometimes you want to speak to someone live and yes, get some have someone have, who can consult you on the specific problems that you're having now. Exactly. So again, if you want to contact us, just drop us an email cloud at two brothers dot tech or you can reach out on our facebook play a page page <laughs> facebook page two brothers um two brothers cloud solutions facebook page is uh we're on instagram we kind of are. yeah we are on instagram we're on we twitter let's search two brothers and you'll find us yeah so yeah yeah two brothers cloud anyway yeah there's loads of two brothers but Two Brothers Cloud Solution. So, yeah, get in contact if you want if you want us to, you know, help you out the consultation. Um, you're not obliged to buy anything from us, so, but we just want to help out, so reach out. Uh, until the next time. We are out.